Hello and welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I'm your host. I'm Chloe. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening whenever you're listening to this. I hope you're all having a wonderful day and you guys are happy, healthy, and safe, all that. Um, Today's going to be a different episode because, like, different than my normal content that I guess I would normally, like, different stuff... What the, what the hell am I trying to say? Different content than I would normally put out. And I knew I didn't, I, I wasn't going to upload like a normal episode this week, but I know I wanted to upload something and I want to talk about this because not talking about it is, it's, it's harmful. It's very harmful to not use your voice because whether you have one follower on whatever platform or a hundred thousand followers on a platform like you have a voice and you need to use it and you know like take charge of it and value it use it because like it was given to you so take advantage of it um okay so if if you're new if you're new to this podcast, my name is Chloe. I'm 18 years old. Um, I live in Frederick, Maryland, so I'm about an hour from D.C., depending on the traffic. And I went to the, well, okay, it's been called a lot of different things. Protest, peaceful demonstration, peaceful protest, march, whatever you want to call it. I went to D.C. on Tuesday, June 2nd. I'm recording this on Friday, the day that I'm uploading this, June 5th. Is today the 5th? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I went, I went to D.C. the other day, and I want to talk about my experience, and I want to talk about the things that I saw, and I want to talk about just, I just want to talk about this, and hopefully you can learn something from this, and hopefully this you know, inspires you to, like, I don't know, like, do something or say something or, I I don't know, whatever it is. It depends on who you are as a person right now and where you, um, how, how educated, how educated you are on this topic, but, yeah, different, different context today. Um, if you're, but, okay, we're still going to do the what I learned, though, because this I didn't know. I, I kind of knew it, but, like, not specifically. Any, okay. Anyway, if you're new here, um, I always share what I learn each day because on this podcast, I promote and encourage and emphasize the fact that you being mindful in the moment and being present in, you know, your day-to-day life and being aware of what's going on around you, you know, just that awareness, it, once you, once you acknowledge that, and once you find that, you'll find that you learn stuff every day, and I know you hear it a lot, like, you learn something new every day, and people tell you that a lot, but, like, you really do, and in so many different aspects, you learn stuff, and yeah, yeah, like, every day, you're learning a ton of stuff, and I learned a ton this week, um, 
but yeah, specifically this morning, one thing that I learned is 58.1% um, of eligible Americans voted in the 2016 election. Just, just over half of the people that were eligible to vote in 2016 voted. The other, less, just less than half, didn't vote. And that is just insane to me. Vote, okay, I'm not gonna talk about this too much right now because it's not my main focus, but if you, if you are eligible to vote, especially in this 2020 election coming up, vote. If you're eligible, vote, because that is a privilege. And it, I mean, that's just that. It's a privilege to vote. And if you can and you have that power and that voice, because you do have a voice and you do have a say, if you, your vote counts. So if you can, do it. For you, for all the other citizens, just vote. I found that interesting. That's what I learned today. Anyway, we're gonna move on from that. Um, okay, let's talk, let's talk. So if you're not aware of what's going on, I don't really know what to tell you, except for you need to educate yourself ASAP and you need to clear your schedule for the rest of the day and spend some time um, doing some research. So, on Tuesday, like I said, I went to the peaceful protest. It was peaceful when I was there. Um, I'll explain, you know, more details about it. But end of the story, like bottom line, it was it was peaceful. It was very it was very empowering. It was very it was just it was a very surreal moment and i i don't have the words to explain it and that like entire time that i was down there and the entire time like coming back and like afterwards i just i don't even know like i just didn't even have words about like for it i just sat, kind of sat there and thought about like what had happened and just uh, i don't know but anyway so BLM or Black Lives Matter, whichever, if you want to um, shorten it to, what's that called? Shoot, I forget the word for like, what is it? Hyph no, not hyphenate. Um, I don't know, but BLM or Black Lives Matter is an international activist movement. And I'm sure you all know, but they... This movement speaks out against police brutality, racial profiling, and racial inequality. And they do this, you know, through protests or however else, but um, specifically today I'm gonna be talking about protests. Um, yeah, this, I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of different people this past week. And I've also, I've barely been on social media, honestly. Okay, here, here's the thing. Here's some of my thoughts. So this, this is real life. And from what I have seen, not everybody, obviously, but I will go on social media and on Tuesday, on Blackout Tuesday, I'm not saying that 
I'm, I'm not like saying because you posted a black square, you like aren't doing anything. That's not what I'm saying. Like you're, you're doing something, you're using your voice. Like that's awesome. Like good, good. Okay. That's, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm bashing. But if that's, if that's all you're doing, like I, I, I saw people posting pictures of just, you know, like a black screen on their Instagram story. And then, like, five minutes later, they're posting their, like, Starbucks drink, and it's just they forget about it, and they don't think about it. Like, that's, that's what's part of the issue. Like, it's, it's not an Instagram trend. This is not a trend. It's not a social media trend. This is real life. And I'm sorry, but just posting a black screen isn't necessarily activism. Activism is doing something. And I'm not saying you have to go out and you have to go protest. If that's not your thing, that's not your thing. Totally fine. And honestly, like, I'll talk more about the protest, but, like, there's still a pandemic going on. So I was, I definitely was kind of, you know, concerned about that when I went. I was thinking about, you know, what if, what if, like, there's a, I'm going to be, like, I was around a lot of people and everyone was wearing masks, but still, shit can still get transferred. So, you know, there's that concern, and I'm not, you know, it's not for everybody. I totally get that. It also is freaking hot as hell, so, like, if I had, like, a like a health condition or something, and, like, uh, I wouldn't recommend, bottom line. But if you can, I say go for it. But anyway, what I was saying is activism is, you know, physically doing something, like, whether you protest or you donate to something or you write to a representative or you, you know, use your voice in some way, like use a plat the platform that you have, whether that be a social media one or whatever it is, educating yourself and others, that's, that's also being, you know, that's also activism. Like if, if you think that you have more to learn on the topic, if you want to learn more on the topic and you want to know what you can do, like educate yourself or talk to someone, you know, and you guys can have a conversation, like, talk, that's the thing, like, this needs to be discussed, it can't, like, the silence is, the silence is a big part of the problem, because there's a lot of stuff, and I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but there's a lot of stuff that we don't talk about, and there's a lot of stuff that we don't know, because the government will cover it up, or, you know, try to hide it, and that's the thing like the, the second that the silence like sets in like that's when stuff is forgotten about that's when it you know loses the momentum and it just the silence is so silence is violence in this situation and that's the truth so I'm not saying it's like with the Instagram thing I'm not saying that posting something is like just posting something isn't doing anything but th there's there's more there's so much more that you can do and yeah that's that's really it. it's not a trend it's not you know like I, I don't even know it kind of just blows my mind I just see someone you know posting something on their story and then you just see like their normal stuff like a selfie or a picture of their food that they made like no one cares and that is not 
like that's just that's that's literally just steering focus of like what we need to be talking about right like right now it's just it's just taking the focus off of that and it's i don't know i don't know i just don't know how to feel about that so i've been staying off of social media for the most part um yeah anyway silence is violence like i was saying and right now you can't just be you know not racist you have to be anti-racist so what i mean by that is you need to not just you know like okay being silent doesn't mean that you're necessarily like sitting there and being like it it doesn't mean that you're just sitting there and being racist like you're not you know you might not be out in the streets I don't know calling people stuff or saying stuff or maybe you're not acknowledging a privilege that you have if you're white like if you're not acknowledging that white privilege that you have and you're kind of you know denying it if you're sitting there saying all lives matter like that's 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 part of the problem but even if you're not saying all that stuff if you're still not saying anything that's that's not that's that's part of the problem and I know I keep saying that, but I like I really want to get that across because you have to be anti-racist in this time. You have to be actively against it. You know, like call out people, call out your friends. And I see this all the time. Nobody calls out their freaking friends when they're racist, and it drives me insane. Like, what's the worst that's gonna happen? They're gonna not be your friend anymore because you called them out on being racist. Like that's on them. And that means that they're probably not a good friend if that, you know, like if that's, if that happens. And um, obviously I don't want anyone to not be your friend because of that, but still, just whatever. That's, that's a different thing. But there's, there's a lot that is um, not discussed and not known, and there's a lot that we're not aware of and... It's, you know, it's because the government covers it up and we got to, we got to talk about it. We got to bring it to the surface because if we don't, who is, you know, like if us citizens, like just like, if we don't do anything about it, if we don't like the government's not going to just do anything, you know what I mean? Like if, like we need to bring this up, we need to bring this to the surface and we have, and you know, got to make our point clear. So for the protest it, itself, so I went, I've seen all 50 states have had one, which is amazing, and other countries have been having them, which is also amazing. Kind of embarrassing, though, because, um, like, can you just imagine, like, like, I'm in I'm in the United States. But like, can you imagine living in like Europe or something? And you're like, damn, like looking at our country. Like, just think about that for a second. Like hearing hearing about our country and how everything is right now. Like, I don't know. That that's kind of embarrassing to me. I'd be like, Jesus. Like, they need some uh, they need some assistance. They need some real assistance. But anyway. So, Tuesday, 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 June 2nd, I was here at the Spin Studio I work at, 
I'm a spin instructor, if you don't know. And I took a class at 10 a.m. And then I was going to take the 12 p.m. class as well. And I was sitting here. I was like right after the 10 a.m. Like it was like 11 at this point. And my friend Bianca was like, Chloe, like we got to go. Or like, do you, like I'm going, like, do you want to go? And so I was like, you know what, like I need to do this. And so I, I went, I rushed out of here. I went home and I changed. Um, I wore... I just wore all black and I wore long pants and I wore long sleeves because I didn't want to, you know, draw any attention to myself. I wanted to, uh, I had to cover up my tattoos and, you know, I had my hair like up and out of my face. Like I just was prepared for the worst, I guess. Um, when I got in the car with Bianca and we went with her other friend who, he's my friend too, Cannon. Actually, Cannon's listening to one of... Has he? Yes. Cannon, if you're listening to this, hello. Cannon has listened to at least one of my episodes because he told me that he did. And so, yeah, if you're listening, hello. Thanks for driving us. (laughs) But anyway, I went with Cannon and I went with my friend Bianca. And in the car, you know, we all, we had our Sharpies and we wrote... I wrote my mom and my dad's phone number and then I wrote my name and my age on my arm because worst comes to worst, if they need to identify me, if they need to contact, you know, my family, then I had I had it on my arm. And I wrote it in Sharpie so that it could be noticeable. And, you know, I was wearing my long sleeves and everything. And then I had my road ID on. I always wear my road ID just because, you know, um, uh, as a female, I guess, I'm just kind of extra. Um, I mean, I wouldn't call it paranoid because it's not necessarily paranoia. It's very, it's a very logical and valid feeling. But um, yeah, I just, you know, I'll be going on runs or I'm just walking or I'm just, you know, out and I want to have my road idea on just in case anything ever happens. So I wear that. So I was also wearing that. It just says, like, my name, the year I was born, um, my parents' numbers, and just that I have two siblings. And, yeah, those, I was wearing that. What else did I do? Oh, yeah, I also had my ID on me. We didn't bring our cards, you know, cash only. And I brought my phone, but I turned it on airplane mode because, you know, you don't want to, like just turn your phone off okay turn your phone off (laughs) for this and I turned it on airplane mode and I texted my parents I was like okay like I'm going I see the group of people like when we got down there we took the metro down and we saw the group of people like I was close to the white house as close to the mall as we could get and yeah, I turned my phone off because there were so many people anyway, and even if I wanted to get on the internet, that was not happening. So, yeah, we got down there. I also had my ID on me, so all I, all I brought, like, I left all my stuff in the car. Um, all I brought was my phone, just in case for emergencies, um, and water, and my ID was, I put it, like, in my, like, sports bra, but, like, waistband, wherever you got to put it, but, yeah, so, 
if someone needed to identify me, they could definitely do that because I had three things on me that were <laughs> identifying who I was. But anyway, that was just kind of like the before and the precautions that we took. And Bianca and Cannon both did the same with, um, you know, turning their phone off and covering up tattoos and writing, you know, because you don't want to draw attention to yourself and just writing, you know, family phone numbers on your arm. And a lot of people did that because, you know, on the news, you're seeing some protests that aren't peaceful and you're seeing some, a good amount of violence and you just, you just don't know what's going to happen. Even if, you know, it's supposed to be a peaceful protest, but you just never know what's going to happen. Some people, I don't know. I don't know. I want to I want to be careful how I word stuff, but anyway, we got down there and there was it like the mall was like all fenced up and I could see the National Guard, which first of all, the National Guard is freaking meant to like protect us. It's meant to protect our country. It's meant to, you know, go to other countries and, like, protect us and whatever. It's not It's not supposed to be used to, like, it's not supposed to be used against us. So that kind of blew my mind, and it was kind of surreal to see that many militia officers and police officers and you know there's a mix between like the metropolitan police and then there was just like normal police but the amount of law enforcement and military that I saw was kind of you know the second I you know like right when we got there like that's what you see and they're all like lined up and they all are in their gear they're in their protest gear and it's kind of I don't know. It just was a very surreal moment. And I'm not going to lie, like, I was nervous at some points. But I also, that didn't, like, make me hesitate. And that didn't make me, like, pull back at all. You know what I mean? Like, I still was, like, confident in being there. And I'm glad I went. And, yeah, all that. So, anyway, there was, like, a group of us. And... People had signs, and there were some really cool signs that I saw. This one woman, I was actually talking to her, and her sign was about how... Okay, so this woman worked for the FBI for, like, 30 years, and she worked in the Supreme Court, and, you know, she had, like, all these, like... She had all this proof, you know, like, her name, like, if you look it up, like, it's it's in the books, like, she worked for them, like, she did all this stuff, and she had explained how the FBI placed a deadly device in her brain. Not, like, in her brain, but, like, in her head without her permission. And this woman's African-American, by the way, and she was telling me about how there's so, like, the FBI, like, used her and plenty of other African-American people to spy on the U.S. Army and to spy on, you know, like, whatever else. And they would send them on, like, these crazy 
like missions and would put them in danger and like they literally chipped them like they in without their knowledge or like slash permission and that's just mind-blowing and they just kind of used them at, for experimental stuff and she shared that and she was like nobody talks about it and nobody knows about this and she was like this is such a common thing like this like this happens but nobody talks about this because you know the government covers it up they like why would they tell the public like I yeah so that was that was just one of the people that I talked to and that was just one story out of a million bajillion okay that was just one story, but I was speaking to her, and she actually got to share that on the news, which was really cool. She was standing right next to me, and I got to speak on the news, too, but here's the thing. The news <laughs> isn't isn't an American... <laughs> it wasn't, like, an American news uh, show, I guess, or reporter. It was a reporter from, like, a Hispanic country, so she was speaking Spanish, and I forget what country it was, but I literally got to speak on the news, so that was kind of cool. But yeah, she looked at me and was like, she like said some stuff, and we were right up against the fence, and like looking at the guards, and she was like talking, and then she looked at me, and she's like, you want to say something? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what I said, though, because I was kind of um, nervous, but we're not going to talk about that. Anyway, so right when we got down there, uh, it was it, it was really hard to see DC how it was um everything was empty like the streets like it was a dead zone nobody was there it was eerie the windows you know to stores were boarded up because of the looters that had uh you know done their thing prior to this and there was vandalism everywhere there was graffiti all over buildings all over statues and like monuments and it just it was really hard to see um yeah I saw some windows that were smashed I saw the church I saw just just a lot of stuff and it was just very weird and surreal and yeah, that's that's really the best way to explain it. Very eerie, very surreal. Um, but yeah, specifically, the most graffiti that I saw was pictures of pigs and the words fuck 12 and the words Black Lives Matter and BLM. And that was like the majority of what was um, written everywhere. But uh, yeah, vandalism everywhere boarded up everywhere, smashed windows, yada, yada, yada. Um, that was hard to see. And it just really, I don't know, it hit home. But one thing I want to say about the looters and the vandalism, um, I saw this tweet and it was, it said, I just, I just want to say it so you guys can uh, think about this. If a few, if a few looters, you know, few people discredit an entire movement, then what does a few bad cops do? That's it. Think about that. I'm going to say it one more time. If a few looters or a few people discredit an entire movement, 
then what do a few bad cops do? Question mark. Yeah. Um, think about that. Um, I don't, I don't, I shouldn't have to explain that. I hope I don't need to. Um, yeah, moving on. Uh, so for the thing itself, uh, we got there and everybody actually had masks on, which was very great to see. I had my mask on, of course, and I literally, like literally everybody had their mask on. So that was good. Um, when we got there, we were like up against the fence and on the other side of the fence, maybe like 30, 20 yards from us were all, you know, the military and all the police officers. And at first they were, you know, more relaxed and they had all their gear on, but you know, they didn't have like their helmet or their shields ready to go. But, um, as you know, we were chanting and some of the chants was like, were like, no peace, no justice, because, no, no justice, no peace, because without the, the, like, without justice, there's gonna be no peace, and, like, that's just straight up, like, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say about that, but yeah, we, we chanted that, we chanted, um, we would say, like, say, one person would say, say his name, and everybody would yell George Floyd, or we'd say, say her name, and then people would yell Breonna Taylor, and then there were parts where people would just, you know, read off names of, you know, people who were killed by an officer due to police brutality and uh, racial profiling and racial inequality, like, and that was just a few people. That was literally just a few people. But so, yeah, we, lots of chance. Um, there were some chants specifically geared towards the police. Um, but that, obvi- like, that's not the, the entire focus of it. But there were some. One of them was, I think it was, like, no justice, no peace. Fuck these racist-ass police or something like that. But, yeah, it was very, very... dude I don't even know how to explain this it was empowering it was it was a lot a lot of emotions um a lot of emotions I got choked up a couple times um but it it just was one of like I I don't know I, I I will never forget that day ever But, yeah, so the group started to get bigger, and one thing I wasn't expecting was the amount of people handing out, like, water and snacks and, like, solution, like, eye eye rinse solution. Like, if they, like, you got tear gas in your eyes, so people were wearing their, like, people had their goggles and, um you know, everything ready to go, and, like, if you needed eye solution, if you didn't bring any, or you didn't bring milk, or whatever else, like, works, then you could find some. People were handing it out, people were there to help each other, and be prepared, and we were all, you know, in it together, and it was great, like, I I wasn't expecting, I don't know, I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, people were passing out first aid stuff, and, like, if you needed water, within 20 seconds, you were gonna get water, and that goes for, like, we started marching later on, too, all around, like, we made a really big circle, and throughout the city, and we actually, like, like, we were just in the middle of the streets, just 
walking and cars couldn't go anywhere and luckily like the cars you know nothing nothing happened um no cars were like driving into the protesters or anything and the police actually were blocking them off like once they started to like find the route that we were going but yeah cars like couldn't actually really get anywhere (laughs) um but anyway yeah there were people handing out water everywhere snacks everywhere people were standing like on the sidewalks watching them like march just handing out stuff like it was it, it was it was good but yeah so I wasn't that was one thing I like wasn't expecting and I was like damn like that's that's kind of cool so yes even there was even some people handing out masks in case you needed some or like first aid stuff or I don't know just random stuff but anyway like I got I got water a couple times because I needed it because you're out there and it's hot as shit but yeah so we were up against the fence before the marching part of it and we'd be chanting and then we'd be kneeling Uh, we'd be listening to someone talk or we'd be taking a moment of silence or we'd you know be standing up and just kind of chanting and the thing is the police like there was one moment or not one moment but there when you know we reached a point where people started to be like clapping or like banging on the fence and there was the fence would start to shake a little bit and it started going back and forth and it was basically like the fence was going to fall over and that's when the police and the military they lined up shoulder to shoulder and it was just as far as I could see just military and police just all lined up shoulder to shoulder they put their helmets on they like rushed to get in line they all held their shields up and there was a one moment where um some of them did have their their guns drawn at us but or not you not drawn at us but you know they were yeah they were drawn at us but we did you know we'd put our hands up and we'd you know say like like don't shoot like our hands are up you know we don't we're, we're unarmed we have signs and you got like like I don't know we just it was one of those it was it was uh I'm just trying to think of how to word this but yeah um they were all in their gear and we weren't and we yeah like we just had signs and we like that's it and they all had all this gear and they had all this stuff and they were all lined up and you know they had their shield and people would say stuff like what are you getting your shields for like what are you pulling your gun out for what are you you know like what are you putting your helmet on for and like what like I don't know and we'd be kneeling at some parts and people would be like come kneel with us but of course you know they can't it's their job and I get that I know some people have different feelings right now about police in general but yeah it was I don't know but anyway when we were marching there was one part where um this person was talking and here's the thing 60 percent of the military is uh African-American so you can imagine 
I'm sure the National Guard, like, they, they, there's no way that, like, they, they were freaking pissed that they had to do that. Like, that's stupid. So, like, to go, like, literally to have to be called to, you know, get in riot gear and be ready to, like, do whatever they have to do to us. I don't know. It's just it's just a weird thing. But I, I looked over at one point when we were marching. We, like, stopped, and we were all kneeling in the streets. So many people had joined us, by the way. It was really cool. There were a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of people. And a ton of people marching and a ton of people standing on the side, you know, like, watching us and, like, just videoing or cheering us on or, I don't know, just whatever. But, um... Yeah, I looked over at one point when someone was speaking to... I couldn't really hear that well because I wasn't right at the front of the group, but I could see someone talking, and people started, like, clapping and cheering. And I looked over, and one of the one of the guards that were standing, like, right, like, blocking off the cars and stuff, there were, like, three or four to my left, and they were standing, and they were clapping, and they were listening, and they were you know, like, that, it just goes to show, like, I'm not, like, there are some pretty shitty cops out there, (laughs) there's some pretty fucked up heads out there, but the thing is, it's not just cops, it's, like, everybody, there are just some shitty people out there, and there are just some fucked up heads out there, and there are just some, you know, like, it's, it's hard, it's hard, and, yeah, but yeah, there there are some shitty people out there, but they're you know they're not all bad, they're not all bad. You know, I watch them clap and like they, they're like they're some of them are just doing their job by being there. But that's the thing, just by being there, that's what there is. I'm not saying that like if they're like, you know, like tear gassing us or if they like we're driving over people because I saw that like driving into crowds like that that's not what I'm saying that is not doing your job I'm sorry that is completely different but I'm saying just you know people would like people were yelling some slurs at the cops um when they were just standing there so yeah that's what I mean by that like if they're just standing there, like, they're just kind of doing their job at that point, but, like, it's, it's once they start doing, you know, the inappropriate measures and taking, just, you know, taking some action that isn't necessary, but anyway, that was, um, yeah, that was that, it, I was there for hours um we left around 6 p.m because the there was a curfew for 7 p.m like there was like a curfew set so we had to we wanted to get out of there um just before you know a big rush of people were trying to get out and you know go home so we wanted to like beat that crowd but yeah we like finish the big march like the big circle around and that's when we kind of started to make our way back to the metro but yeah it was it was something I'll never forget and I don't I mean I I don't know I feel like I've talked about that like I've I've 
just been talking to so many people about this experience and like their experiences and I don't know whatever but anyway I'm going to start to wrap this up but a few more things I really want to make clear what you can do what you can take from this like speak up use your voice say their names talk about what happened like spread your knowledge gain more knowledge and then spread that like like just talk about it you like you have to use your voice you have to and that's just that like you gotta say their names don't let their don't let these stories be just you know part of the past like you need to I don't know we can't we can't forget about these stories we can't let them go unheard we can't let these people go unheard and yeah all lives can't matter until black lives matter so and nobody okay here's the thing if you're saying all lives matter number one shut up because you're gonna get your ass beat and someone's gonna you know eventually put you in your place I hope but like no one's saying like if if you are a, like it's mainly white people saying that like if you're saying that no one's saying that your life doesn't matter but it hasn't been recognized and like like we need to focus on we need to focus on other people like black, like all lives can't matter until black lives matter because there are like it's just it like if you i don't know if you if you don't understand that i don't know i don't really know what to tell you but anyway uh yeah educate yourself acknowledge your privilege that's another part of the problem if you're white and you're sitting there and you're just like no like i still have hardships and i still like I've, I, I don't know. I've heard a bunch of bullshit, but like, yeah, we we're not saying that your life isn't hard or whatever, but we're saying that you do have this privilege, whether you acknowledge it or not, whether you accept it or not, whether you want it or not, you have it. And it's 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 simple as that. Like you have it. Like you will never, and have you have not, and you never will be able to fully understand or experience firsthand, you know, being like racial profile, blah, 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 I freaking can't talk, racial profiling and racial inequality. Like you, you won't be, you know, you're not being targeted first. Ah, sorry. This is just a very complicated thing to talk about and there's a lot of um I don't know the thing that just really gets to me is that like the people not acknowledging their privilege and the people denying their privilege and the people not talking about anything and the people acting like nothing's going on right now like that's what that's the big that's a big part of the problem right there so I'm going to I'm going to wrap this up because uh I clearly am losing ability to talk. <laughs> I'm stumbling over my words. Um but yeah, different episode today, but silence is violence and that is that. Um I hope you guys maybe learned something or took something from this. 
I know it was a different episode and I wasn't, I don't know. I don't know. But I hope you all have a beautiful day. Um, I thank you for listening to this. Uh, my Instagram is chloe.vetter if you want to follow me or just contact me and let me know what you thought about this or if you just want to have a conversation whoops sorry I just like clanked my yeti (laughs) if you want to have a conversation about this like if you want to learn some stuff if you want to I don't know whatever whatever you got to do just do it I need to wrap this up thank you for listening have a great day stay safe stay healthy um yeah and Say their names. Say their names. Use your voice. Speak up. And that's that. I'll see you guys next Friday. Thanks for listening.